Hey y'all, welcome back to Living in Love 24-7, the podcast. It's your girl Sparkle and your girl Casey. What up? What's up? It's so excited y'all to talk again, again, and we are back with a great topic. Um, today we're talking about meeting friends after 30. Oh yes. my God, y'all. Like, <laughs> this is a good one, Casey, let's talk. Yes. Uh, oh my God. So I want to say, I think this topic is very important um, I think to a lot of people, um, specifically, I don't know specifically, but also me, um, because it's something I've been going through just for a long time, us being military, having to relocate, you know, life happens, career changes, you have kids, you know, all those things. So how do you put yourself out there, you know, and meet new people all over again when you're, you know, when you're an adult, you're in, you're, you're into who you are, you know, and how do you establish those relationships? you know, all over again, because a lot of times the friends we have, and we've been with them for a long time, you know, so, and a lot of times we are together, we're located in the same place. So when you move, how do you find friends, you know, all over again, you know, we're not 18. So exactly, <laughs> you know, it's, not, it's not that easy. So how do we do that? You know, so, so look, let's first talk about, you know, friends because when we talking about meeting new friends after 30 like some people might say well you know at that point I'm not necessarily looking to meet new friends maybe they are just associates maybe they're just acquaintances maybe it's just people that you could just hang out and have a good time and chill on the surface with so let's define like what let's define what friends means for each of us and then let's then move on talking about kind of like how we look at that going into having to find those new relationships or friendships when we have situations like you said military relocations and things things like that. Yeah. Right. And um, for one, I can say I'm not one to have a lot of, I guess, associates. Okay. Um, maybe those are people that I work with because I, I, <laughs> I, I don't need to be friends per se at work. Um, you know, we can be associates. We can be cool. If it develops into a friendship, fine. Um, but to me, just my definition just of a friendship is someone that I have a close, intimate bond with. You know, because not everybody I'm close with and have, you know, intimate bonds where I can really truly be myself around you. Yeah. You know, and I can let my guard down. If I can let my guard down and truly be myself, you know, with you in any space, you know, then we're friends. And I can say for me, y'all don't roll your eyes. For (laughs) me, associates don't come to my house. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, because that's an intimate space. That's where my husband, my husband is. Um, number one, <laughs> that's that's my life. That's my personal space. And so, if I share that with you, then we have something special. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. That yeah, makes good sense. Oh, yeah, that's my definition of friend. What about you? I, I kind of agree with what you said. Um, definition of friend for me too is the same when it's somebody that I'm close with and that I have a bond that is for real solidified in like just some type of emotional connection or feeling that we have uh, mutually. Um, because I don't make friends. I, I don't, let me say this. I one probably don't make friends really, really easily. And I don't, um, take that lightly call us my a friend like a friend like you said is really deep to me it is we have a close bond we have and enjoy some things together in this life or we have shared some things together in this life that are special that mean something to me and my friend like it, it's just something really really deep you know so those type of friendships are kind of 
like limited in my life or rare. Um, and when I make them, man, they forever. And mm-hmm. so, so that is kind of how I see friends for me. It's not something that I just use lightly. Like, yeah, my coworkers at work, they're not my friends, you know, like the people I just meet on the surface and we chill and talk with about just random, whatever. They are not necessarily my friends. They are probably people that are just, you know, surface level associates. Um, and then I just, you know, we just, we can have a good time and we can hang out and we have some things in common, but that does not necessarily mean they are my friends. Friends, it goes a little bit deeper, you know? Yeah. And so absolutely. So why at this point, you know, and we're both, you know, mid thirties going over into 40, um, you know, why are we just having this conversation? Why do you think it's important? I think it's important to have this conversation because as we grow older, we need to be open to receiving new relationships in our lives and new friendships in our lives because you are evolving and growing as an individual and people will need to come into your life to assist in that growth right and in any yeah in any form or any type of capacity that friendship will help you do that you should be open to that so I think it's important to have the conversation about not being closed off to meeting new friends or not necessarily claiming new friends because oh I'm too old for that and I got my circle and I got, you know, my girl this and my girl. Yeah, that's great. Have those people. But let's talk about when you do meet new people that man just come into your life and fulfill some greatness in you. And the friendship just becomes something that you love and you adore, you cherish and you cultivate. And you probably never would have expected it, you know. So I think it's good to have this type of conversation. Yeah. And and it's crazy. We're going to go to that. No new friends in a minute because I used to be that. I I see that in my in my twenties, um, you know. But I think you know, for me, for someone who moves a lot, thank God we're in a place that we're going to settle. Um, but for someone that you know moves, you know, a lot, I I can't even count how many times I've moved in the past nineteen years. Oh my God, you know. So I don't have that, you know that circle of friends kind of like you where y'all you know you go do brunch you go do this I don't have that so it's constantly having to um, build new relationships I still have my old friends Uh, many of them you know are military so they're here and here and here you know um so once I get to a new place, it's like, okay, well, dang, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I, I have no girls here. I have nobody to go have, you know, a drink with. Or, you know, I have, you know, one friend who, you know, happened to move in the same place as me. And we do coffee, you know, we just coffee hop. We love coffee. We coffee hop and, you know, do, you know, brunch and stuff like that. But outside of that, it's not that, you know, circle, that group of friends, you know, because even still at some point, someone else is going to move. Yeah. You know, so, you know, that loss of friendships and it's not a loss of friendship, but, you know, you don't really share that space anymore like you used to. Yeah. And that can be hurtful. I definitely have uh, felt that feeling before and um, can understand that. And I know some other listeners out there can relate because, man, when you are you form a bond with somebody like you say you've done and you are military, you have to relocate and that friend now moves away or you move away. And then I have not to be able to share the same space, like you said, and not be able to now intimately enjoy each other's company like you used to. Man, that can really make your heart. I know my heart sink because I miss my friends. I want to be around them. I want to see your face. I want to be able to link up with you when I want to. So it is very, very, you know, sad when that does occur, you know, and even though the friendship's not over, but you guys are no longer sharing the same space, like you said. And so we want to talk about that because some people do need to understand that, talk through that, heal from that and learn how to make new relationships, like you said. Yeah. 
And that definitely, it took me a while. And I think that's kind of why I got to that, you know, no new friend thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll kind of just give, you know, give my, you know, my take on that. Um, I think, yeah, it came, I think it kind of stemmed from that. And I got tired of, you know, one, I got tired of moving and, you know, having to cultivate new relationships again. And me being an introvert, that is not the easiest thing to do. You know, I'm not saying, hey, my name is Casey, or do you want, no. No. <laughs> no. So for me, for someone where it's hard to, you know, make friends, you know, because our personality is not very social, you know, it's kind of like, you know what, I just don't need new friends. I'm just, I'm just cool. I'm a chill. I'm gonna stay inside, you know, um, because it was just easier than really having to go out there and figure out where they at. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, I understand. For me, it's kind of like, you know, dating, you know, okay, so where the man at, you know, <laughs> you know, so how, how do I go meet somebody? How the hell does that happen? Yeah. You know, because me introverted in my head, how do I figure this thing out? You know, where do I go? Where, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I did, you know, for a while, believe in that, you know, no new friends thing. And I think also because I am very, um, <clears throat> you got to help me out with the word is here for, I don't know, very particular about my <laughs> friends. Very particular about my friends. I just feel like you shouldn't have new friends. Exactly. <laughs> We're on the same page now. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Look, that was me in my 20s. Lord have mercy. I think even in my early 30s, you know, why do you need new friends? You know, you have me. Like, who does <laughs> Right. <laughs> I am all you need. <laughs> exactly. You know, but I had to, yeah, I had to get out of that. Um, so I no longer, you know, subscribe to that saying. And kind of like you said, that people that come into your life for a reason. And so when you say that I don't need, you know, new friends, you know, hey, you know, God is probably sending someone to your life at this point for a reason. You know, and so for you to block yourself off, you know, from that and what he is sending you. You may be blocking yourself off from greater things. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah, I'm thankful for new people that have come into my life because it is, you know, they're there for a reason. They have pushed me probably to the limits that I haven't been able to push myself, you know, or showed me things, you know, that I wouldn't have been able to see or discover myself without having people there. Exactly. You know, so I definitely, you know, embrace that now, you know, having new friends and having new, you know, relationships. Um, so I think that's very, um, very important. So what what's your take on no new friends? I used to subscribe to that, too. Seriously, I did. When I was younger, I'd be saying the same thing. Got no new friends, <laughs> posting up. Oh, no new friends. You know, same circle, sameness, whatever. Right. But. Um, honestly, the, my my story behind that was a little different because of the fact that let me tell you the reason why I kind of was really, really subscribing to it, because I was the person that was very open to meeting new friends and taking on new friends and saying that, you know, hey, if you are a friend of my friend, I'm accepting you. I'm receiving you. Let's hang now. We're all going to be friends. Right. right. But let me tell you the story behind some things that started to happen. Right. I would be taking on a friend of a friend. So we would my girlfriend would say, oh, we hanging out and she bringing her homegirl and her homegirl is super cool. We hang out. We have a good time. Oh, my God. Now we've connected and now we oh, we rock it. All of us. Right. Mm -hmm. Then those two girls will fall out. 
So then now, because my number one ride or die, I got to rock with you because you was first. Then now I have to defriend this person or I have to kind of unfollow them and stop, you know, rocking with them and all that. And that just to me became a little bit um, immature, childish, a little bit of having to now connect and disconnect based off of the, my, mm-hmm. my main friends or my, my first friend's feelings behind somebody. And then come to find out not a friends again, you know? So I'm like, no, I cannot get in, get looped into that. And you know what I'm saying? Now I'm talking about no new friends, but in all actuality, just because they fell out does not necessarily mean, Hey, as we grow up, it's not possible that they may not reconnect or that we can't still be friends. Like we all have to share what we share and then keep it moving. If you're not friends with that person anymore, okay, whatever. But that was kind of the reason why I wasn't subscribing to it because, or was initially, but then stopped because as we get older, man, hey, you feel the way you feel. We all are adults. If this person is cool with me and I've created a bond with them and we are, you know, whatever, then that is what I'm going to continue to go with. Because like I said, friends, I just don't take it lightly and I don't want to connect with somebody and befriend them. And then now I have to defriend them because you don't like them anymore right so I'm like nah so now as I started to grow up and I'm like I'm not gonna subscribe to that I'm not gonna say that I'm not gonna claim that I'm gonna be open to receiving new people as they come into my life because like you said I have met some awesome people that I have befriended that have shown me some different things in this life have taught me some different things gave me different perspective on certain situations on life as a whole and they have just brought true happiness into my life because of the Mm. things that we share together you know so yeah, I'm not. I'm not talking about no new friends no more. Nah, I'm. I'm open. Like we. we yeah. Now we may not be. It may not um, end up equating to a deep, true, whatever friendship. Like I may have established with other people, but I'm open to receiving whatever type of friendship that we are going to have and maintain. Um, because still and all, everybody's there for a reason. You know, right. everybody is bringing something to the table. We've discussed that before, and other friendship. Uh, uh, podcast episodes that everybody brings something to your life so even though we may not be as deep as you know some other friendships that I may have but I'm open to receiving the friendship that you're bringing to my life because clearly either one of us have something to give the other absolutely absolutely I love it um, and so how do you after 30 how do you gauge new friends man <laughs> That that might be a little tricky for me because, like I said, I am the person that's very kind of open. And my guy will say, "Sparkle, you just tell people everything. You don't got to tell your whole life story. You don't got to <laughs> when you first meet them. You know what I'm saying?" But for me, honestly, if I feel like like, like we are connecting on some type of level. I feel like we just, I can just share things with the person and it does not hurt me to share because you never know what you've gone through, how it may help somebody else, right? And vice versa. So when I'm meeting new people, I feel like the conversation is how I gauge where we go in friendship. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So the conversation for me, what is about how deep it is or how we actually connect based on the conversations we have is really how I gauge where we go from there. And if I feel like we got a connection, oh my God, instantly, this is like my soul sister. Like, oh my God, we could just talk about everything. We could just enjoy each other's company, you know, go have coffee and just like, like literally be there all day long, talking, talking, talking. Like for me, that is just that is man it's a high it's a it's an amazement it's a it's a joy that I get from being able to have a person like that in my life that I can do those type of things that I love and enjoy with another person that loves and enjoy the same thing Mm -hmm. so I think really that's how I gauge it initially and it's based off of the conversations that we initiate and that we um, engage in together and that is that is what tells me where we go from there 
Ooh, I love that. What about you? <laughs> no, I think for me, um, well, I'm, one, I'll say this, you know, about you, what you said. Um, you know, you meet them and tell them everything. I think for me, when I come across people like that, those are people I kind of tend to cling to. Mm, because, okay. you know, I feel like, wow, they can say this and tell me all their business. I could probably at some point trust them, you know, with, you know, with myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, because I'm a little guarded, so I don't need to be smells as guarded. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know, um, so, and I have a friend like that. Um, I met her a few years ago, and she just came out the gate, just, you know, this is who I am. And I'm like, whoa, 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 okay. You know, but it immediately let me know that, wow, she's kind of all in. You yeah, know, this yeah. is what friendship means to her. You know, and so for that, I just, you know, we talk all the time. I love her, cling to her because she's always been a very open from the very first time we met. And I'm not usually like that. I got to test the waters. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yep. um, so people who are like that and like you, I'm like, okay, wow. It helps me open up faster. Okay. I'm like, wow, she's all in. She's fully giving herself. Okay, Casey, you ain't got to be guarded all the time. Just, right. you know. <laughs> uh, so I, I love that you do that. I think for me, how do I gauge new friends? Definitely energy. Oh, that's um, a good one. That's can, a good one. I can pick up energy from people, you know, really easily. And I can tell probably within the first, you know, five minutes or so or less, like I can rock for her. We can be cool. Um, like literally the other day, a couple of nights ago, um, me and Charlie went to dinner. I think I told you with his friend, with his friend and his friend's wife, they don't have any kids. Um, you know, but look, we were there were all three of ours. Okay. <laughs> right. Got the clan with y'all. Yeah, we got the whole clan. We rolled deep. Okay. Okay. Um, and so just I walked into the restaurant and she was standing there. They were waiting. And I mean, when I say instantly, we just connected. It's like I can hang out with you without the guys. Girl, we haven't even okay. sat down yet to eat. Like we haven't even sat down and got our seats yet. Wow. You know, so I just picked up on her energy, picked up on just, you know, her personality. Got you. you know, and was like, like, yeah, she's dope. You know, so, and I think a lot of people don't know, they give off like a certain energy. They give off, you know, people, some of us call it vibes. You give off just a certain energy or a vibe about yourself. So true. So true. And I can pick that up from, you know, people, you know, very easily. So I think for me, how do I gauge that? I pick up the energy. I see, then I, you know, kind of see, okay, you know, what the conversation is about. What are you about? Is it somebody I really want to spend my time with? that I feel I can kind of be myself with. Got it. Got it. Got you it. Know, that's really kind of how I gauge, you know, um, my friendships. That is so important that you bring up the whole fact about the energy, though. That is key, y'all. I'm so serious because your energy says everything about you, you know, and if you are a person that are, is wanting to meet new people and wanting to be open to friendships, even if it, think about your careers, think about people that you want to encounter to help elevate your life and your career and your businesses and things like that, man, consider and evaluate your energy because people can pick up and sense and suspect that energy first and foremost, before they even start talking to you, like you said, and that is key. So be mindful of that. If you're going through something and you just feeling a way you negative or whatever, trust me, your energy is going to reflect that. 
So if you want to receive good people, you know, great blessings, you know, financial gains, all these different things, if you want to receive yes. that, you absolutely have to put off that energy to be receptive to that type of energy. You can't be putting off negative energy thinking you're going to get all this greatness coming back to you. It don't work like that. So y'all just be mindful of that because Casey, that was super keys. Your energy man speaks for you for real. Absolutely. So, yeah, that was a good one. And I think, I think another thing, you know, for me, and I can just be really overthinking this, I kind of gauge the conversation too. Just even if it's a good vibe, I kind of gauge, gauge the conversation within the first 10 minutes or so. Yeah. Um, because even though I meet people a lot, I meet them with my husband because he just knows every freaking body. <laughs> Everybody. You know, I kind of wonder what the conversation is like. If the conversation within like the first 10 minutes is about, you know, really things that don't matter to me. We're talking about your husband for the first 10 minutes. Talk about what's going on in your life. Like literally a lady at the nail shop, she sat down and she said, um, um, she talked about in the first three minutes, she talked about she hadn't got her nails in in a year. She's about to, um, I think about to build a city, um, her relationship with her husband um, and something else. And I'm like, baby, you don't need that drink. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, I'm like, you know, you are too all over the place for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. That was literally within like the first three, four minutes. I mean, she had like four conversations. I'm like, you know, I can't, my brain don't, you know, <laughs> what's the conversation like, you know, you yeah. know, what, what are they giving? Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so for her, I'm like, you know, cause I just, I listen, you know, I sit and I really listen at people mm -hmm. and, you know, so what is the conversation like to, can you vibe with them? Like what she and I, and the girl I met the other day, we talked for like, I think 95% of the time we didn't even talk about our husbands. Wow. Yeah. That's good. That's good right there. You know, so I'm mm -hmm. like, yeah, I can, yeah, I can rock with you. Cause we can just have real life. Exactly. You know, we can have girlfriend conversations. Yeah, about for real stuff, man. Not just this randomness that nobody really is, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nobody is really thinking about right now. Like, yeah, no, yeah. real conversation is. Yeah, sometimes you need that. I don't want to, you know, we're going to have relationship stuff, but I don't want that to be the basis of our, you know, our foundation. Got it. Got it. Wow. No, that's deep. But so, okay, now asking, you know, talking about all of that. So what's the time, is there a time frame? And if so, when do you then say, like, based on our definitions that we gave, when do we then say that, okay, this is a friend, we consider them a friend, like, like, you know, because like we said, friends, not necessarily light, and that's a real thing. And so at this point, like the girlfriend you met the other night, when would you consider her a friend? How long is that going to take? What does that look like? Oh, Lord, don't ask me. I might say two years. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think when I can, there is a certain thing that um, I tell people that a lot of people don't know. Um, so when I feel I get to that point and I can get a little deeper, um, you know, into my personal self and personal, you know, things that I've been through, that's how I know that I can, you know, that I can fully trust you. So for me, it's about a trust thing when I know that I can fully trust you. You know, and so that can really, that can take a few weeks. You know, okay. it's not it's not a certain time limit. It's really on what I'm getting from you. You know, um, the vibe I'm getting from you, you know, um, how I'm receiving you, you know, how open you are with me. 
Okay. You know, because for me, it's all about, am I able to be vulnerable with you? If I feel that I can be vulnerable with you, because I can't be that with everybody, then yeah, we rocking. Got it. Got it. Okay. So I get it. I get it. So, you know, it just depends on, like you said, okay, got it. So so don't you, don't you say the first conversation? No, no, no. I wouldn't necessarily say the first conversation, but the first conversation will tell me like if I could be friends with the person, but that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm considering them a friend at that moment. Like if you would call me after meeting that person at the first conversation and you say, Sparkle, y'all friends that I, I'm not gonna necessarily say yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying but I think so for me let me tell you kind of how it goes because this recently just happened with me in meeting a girlfriend that um I do call a friend or consider a her a friend now yeah. so how it happened I think was first we were introduced um through our mates and then we kind of just, you know, started spending just a little bit of time together. And this is kind of one of my, this is my, one of my girlfriends that we did the game night with initially. And then now her and I are friends, right? So we, we saw each other a couple of times for game night and, you know, things like that, but we never really spent any quality time together. It was just at the game night hanging and then boom, Okay, that's kind of it. Right. But just recently when COVID started really taking on and we started doing our zoom calls for game night instead, we actually started having deeper conversation with all of us. And then some night it would be just the girls. So that started kind of leading me down a road of really getting to know her a little bit better. But because we were still in the presence of all of the entire group, I still wasn't considering her a friend at that moment. It was just, just weird. Now we're just talking, still getting to know each other. And because we are sharing the space with the group, we're just kind of, you know, analyzing each other and really getting, getting to know each other a little bit better. Well, when COVID kind of, we start kind of breaking off and well, let's, let's do, let's link up for, you know, doing the brunch, just the girls or whatever. And then it became her and I actually getting to link solo because not everybody came. That's when I really realized that, man, one, we had the same energy. We had the same vibe. We was rocking. We had great conversation. We could just sit and talk and drink literally for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> so our guys would be like, well, damn, y'all said y'all was going to brunch. And their brunch would be like literally six o'clock at night. We would be calling them and say, hey, meet us for dinner. We still out. <laughs> so brunch, just it just became an all day thing for us. We can hang out. We can talk, we can walk, and we enjoy a lot of the same things. We can travel, like we, the conversation could go in so many different directions, but we are just having solid conversation that we both enjoy having about all the things we enjoy talking about. So mm-hmm. it kind of went like that, that is, you know, that's what started building the actual friendship that I consider her a friend now. So that was over several kind of months, but I would just say recently in the last past, maybe three or four months, we really have gotten as deeper with our conversations and we really have spent a little bit more time together where I would say, absolutely, I would consider her a friend because of just the fact that I can talk to her a lot about a lot of different things mm-hmm. that maybe I would not talk to you know other people about. And in the fact that we spend so much time together and I don't mind spending that time because once again, y'all, I told y'all my love language is quality time. So because I can spend my quality time with her and enjoy it and get something from it and feel like I'm giving something into the friendship as well, it is a, is an amazing friendship. So yes, I consider her a friend now, but that's kind of how it will go as far as when I consider them a friend, giving my time and energy and allowing that to, you know, happen consistently where I start feeling the feeling that, man, we are really rocking. Like she's super cool. I love hanging out with her. I love spending my time. Like, let's do it. So that is kind of how I know that we, we're friends now. Like I, like I told her, we tease. Look, girl, I'm gonna need you. We, you need. I need to call and check up on you. Like I need you to be calling me. We, like we friends, friends now. Like you know, so we laugh about it. But that is how I know at that point that we friends like that. 
And that's what I was going to say. It seems like because, you know, the game nights and all that, you had so much quality time to really cultivate that friendship. So it may have happened faster, you know, than, you know, other friendships maybe because y'all were able to really have a lot of quality time, you know, together. And it was based off of, you know, that. Yeah. And what happened, what happened during that time. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's, I love it. I love it. I I I totally enjoy it. I'm telling y'all, it's this, this is such a good conversation, y'all. And we, we love, enjoy, we love and enjoy having these type of conversations because friendship is so important, y'all. And we have stressed this so many times in our last, you know, conversations about being open and, and, and loving on your friends and cherishing them and cultivating those relationships. And, um, you know, just celebrating yourself and the women and the friends in your life, man. Like it's super important. It's super important. Yes. So let's go ahead and on talk about these practical applications. Uh, Casey, what can people or the listeners do um, when they're considering meeting friends after 30 or actually entertaining friends after 30 or, you know, just, you know, thinking about meeting uh, or, you know, having new friends, how to do that. Right. This, let's talk to them and tell them what they can do. Um, yeah. One, be open. You know, be open to developing new friendship. And I feel like this is, um, I'm saying this, but it's so for me. (laughs) (laughs) As as I am moving again, it's like, oh my God, like how do this, you know, um, again. And quick story, I put myself out there and I did, I I would say the Charlie thing. That's my husband, y'all. I did the Charlie thing and I would knock (laughs) on his door. Something I would never, ever, ever do in life. I said, okay, I'm going to go just say hi because the previous owner left trash everywhere and so I was going to say hi because we're in and out they have me answer the door mm-hmm. and so my initial thought was like you know what that's why I myself <laughs> right I'm worried about it and he said well how'd you know she was there one I heard the kids in the backyard playing that's why I went over there maybe she's in the backyard nope she has that thing on the doorbell that ring she saw me I said and she had a camera on top of her door <laughs> I said she saw me but you know what that's okay you know, I said, I'm going to, you know, not going to take that and shut off because usually I would yeah. and continue to be open to people, be open to new, you know, new friendships. And I would say this is something that's coming from me because this is how I am. You know, you don't have to keep your guard up on everything. You know, I agree. intuition, but you don't have to be so guarded because sometimes that can really keep you you know, from cultivating some amazing relationships. Yep, for sure. For sure. And I will say this. Um, so let me just talk really quickly about you or, or say something about your quick story. So consider the fact and I'm happy that you say you were staying open because, y'all, that is key. Staying open because you never know, you know, what the situation truly was. But what if she had a sitter there that was watching the kids and she really was not there? You know what I'm saying? And the sitter didn't want to come to the door to speak to you because they don't really know you because it's somebody else's house and they're watching their kids. So, you know, consider you just make the assumption that, you know what, you never know. So, hey, <laughs> I'm serious because then my thought, my my you know <clears throat> response would be is to say, hey, initiate that again because you say oh, you're open. Happening. What? No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all, look, don't don't follow Casey's lead, y'all. If y'all are open for real, for real, you know what? Reinitiate that contact because will, you never I will know. Try again. 
yeah, you just, you just never know. Reinitiate it, you know, say, hey, I came by. I don't know if you knew, came by just to say, hey, whatever, just to introduce myself. I'm a new neighbor because for real, you're going to be living there for a long time. And you don't want this to start off with the sour taste in your mouth that I'm knocking my neighbor's doing this. Bro, I was not even there. Like, what? Like, no. And then now when I see her, my first thought is, now she know I came over here already. See what I'm saying? That's already kind of like a negative seed. So, okay. <laughs> y'all, y'all. I will, I will try again. I'm going to take my advice. I'm going to try and get that, that guard. When I came across that grass, that guard was like, you know what the hell with her? Because I know she saw me because I have the same alarm that you know when someone in your phone is at your door. But you know what? But y'all are not going to do that. Yes, y'all. See, be encouraged. Stay open. Stay open, y'all. Stay open. Because that is very, very much the key, like honest to God. And then, you know, just be mindful, you know, gauge the different energies um, yeah. and then just take your time. That's the second biggest thing I would add to the practical application. Take your time. Right. Yeah. You don't have to rush into something. Follow your own heart, your own intuition, engage what is going on with the relationship that you are building. Right. So just take your time. Be open, be smart and be wise about the people and that you do let into your space, because we talked about before protecting your energy and protecting your own space and protecting your own peace right you don't want to engage in a friendship with somebody that is going to be um still in your joy or still in your peace because uh the mismatch in you know personalities or energies or anything like that so just be mindful be wise and be um you know protective of your peace in your space i will say that but the keys are just to be open man be open and consider it because you never know as you grow up as you evolve in your life as you change as you you know get into you know marriage or whatever the case may be whatever is happening in your life whatever the change may be you do need people to help you elevate in those times and in those spaces in life so just really be open really be open casey you got something else for them that's it. I love it. This That's great. it, y'all. That's it. Living in love 24-7. Don't forget, go follow Coach Casey, y'all. Go follow Living in Love 24-7. Join the conversation. We love y'all. Until next time. Bye.